right, everybody, this is the podcast of the week. Um, trying to plan on getting a little bit more done than that, but uh, right now it's disc golf season. We're all playing. We're all getting it done. Um, so we have Kevin McCoy here with us today. He has been playing for a while. I was looking at his uh, PDGA website and he's been playing tournaments since 93 that is awesome how you doing today kevin uh not too bad how's it going pretty good pretty good uh you're saying that you're playing in a tournament today how's that going uh well it kind of started off a little rotten uh, i showed up to tennessee uh to in chattanooga and i was expecting to play masters because uh masters division because i'm playing these two tracks blind no. And when I showed up, uh, all the masters deserted me. They went up to grand masters and moved to advanced. So oh, um, I'm, I'm kind of stuck playing open. And uh, there's a bunch of really good dogs here. Uh, I, after the first round, I was a few strokes back from Will Schustrick oh, wow. in the second place. And uh, then we played another course that I had never seen before. And I didn't do quite as well. So I went from second to tied to fifth. But. Uh, we're only six strokes out of the lead, so uh, maybe the next time around on these courses tomorrow, I'll get a little better. So we'll see how it goes. Heck, that doesn't sound too bad, though. I, well, personally, I'd be happy with it, but uh, we all have different uh, set of standards, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Will's a pretty good golfer. Um, uh, he's a couple of times he's won USCGC and stuff, so he's not a bad guy to be uh, trailing by any means. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, so you are uh, in Tennessee, hailing from uh, Georgia, correct? Yeah, just south of Atlanta. I'm originally an Okie from um, from Tulsa, but uh, uh, I've been living in Georgia for about six years now. I married my little Georgia peach, uh, <laughs> Courtney Peavy, nice. and uh, she moved me out here, and uh, it's been pretty good. Um, Georgia's been treating me pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. It's not too bad. It's I'm, I'm a little claustrophobic with all these tight courses but uh, mm-hmm. coming from Oklahoma where everything is wide open you just kind of jack shots over top of trees and around trees now I'm throwing through trees so right a little different but uh I'm getting used to it yeah yeah definitely uh kind of tighten up your game a little bit you know see something different so yeah cool. definitely a different type of game you know, we, we, yeah, in Oregon here, we're, we're used to a lot of that, that, uh, that tight golf, you know, and then we get out in that, in the open and don't know what the heck to do, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, can, yeah I, I had to completely change my bag over being from Oklahoma. Everything was overstable and cause of the heavy, the hard winds and everything like that. And in Georgia, it's not very windy, but everything's so tight. You got to throw a bunch of understable plastic. So right. my, definitely, my game has definitely evolved to being, uh, living in Georgia. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, you can't complain with that. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you, you're, uh, <clears throat> I'm seeing on your, you know, just on the website, you, you've, you've played in a couple, you know, finished the uh, top, at least top six every time and uh, playing an open. And then um, it's pretty much all, all I've seen on the, uh, the PDGA. So like, what's, um, what's kind of your uh, secret to success here? I mean, you know, it seems like you're you're definitely finishing at the top. You know, is there uh, what what do you do for consistency? I'm uh, I'm guessing consistency is probably a, a pretty good part of your game, seeing as though you've been playing since '93. Yeah, um, you know, I've definitely lost a little bit of distance from my heydays back in the early 2000s. Um, so, 
just trying to keep it in the fairway and, and try to make some putts. Um, I haven't had a, I didn't start off so hot, but I won three of my last five tournaments and, uh, so oh, wow. starting to get a little bit better. I, I like to say that, uh, you know, that it's been getting better because uh, we just installed a new course near my house, Griffin, Georgia. That's uh, really shaped my game up a little bit better. Tightened it up a little bit because it's a real, it's a, it's a course that you have to make good golf shots on. And really, since I've been playing that, you know, just two three times a week, mm-hmm. it's kind of sharpened my game up a little bit. So I've done pretty well uh, the last uh, last month. May I had three wins. I won in California. I won in Birmingham, Alabama, and I won a tournament here in Georgia. So. Um, I was hoping to count another win here in Tennessee playing Masters, but uh, it might be a little tough to take down old Will Schustrich tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, that guy's probably not an easy beat. But, uh, you know, cool. it's always cool uh, playing against a lot of those those uh, big-name guys, you know, and um, seeing if you can't uh, give them a run for their money. But, um, yeah, yeah. So are you um, – uh, you you got a couple other sponsors I'm I'm guessing. Uh did you want to maybe throw a shout out to to anybody else? Uh you know, any sponsors or talk about any kind of upcoming events or anything like that you got going? Uh, well I'm I've been throwing every champion disc since uh two thousand five. I was originally a disc craft guy, but I switched over to the Innova in two thousand five. Um Twisted Flyer, my buddy Joe Rotan, he's living in Texas now, but when he was in Oklahoma I was uh one of the Twisted Flyer guys. Um, now Odin bags. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, being a part of that. Heck yeah! Um, but and uh, that's 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 about it right now. Um, and Mama, Mama Phoebe, she lets me play. Miss <laughs> Courtney, she lets me play. So I got to say she's a sponsor too. So <laughs> heck yeah, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I know it can um, it can definitely be uh, slightly trying being being out of town every weekend and whatnot. So that's definitely. Um, a testament to uh your uh, significant other because um yeah i mean it can be stressful but um definitely uh, shows a lot of uh, good character on her part so well she's a disc golfer too she was uh she's got she's dealing with a little injury right now she tore acl oh no um at the throw down the mountain tournament earlier this year actually she was playing spike ball after the tournament but, uh, <laughs> unfortunately uh she hurt her knee She's quite the player too. She um, the last three worlds she's been to in female open, she's finished fourth, second, and third. So um, she's quite the player. Wow. But uh, like I say, she's since we've had our babies, she hasn't really been playing as much and as competitively. But uh, she can still uh, put my socks off in the backyard. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely uh, uh, makes it cool at home to uh, kind of just be completely disc golfed out. I'm sure that. Uh, that that keeps your game tight as well, you know. You don't you you gotta you gotta keep up. <laughs> yeah, we got a little course in our backyard, so uh, I'm trying to train my two kids to be uh, disc golfers too. My oldest one just kind of started taking a liking to it. Nice. He's uh, about to turn eight, uh, but uh, been taking him to the golf course recently, and he's really getting into it. So. Um, yeah, so yeah. New generation of disc golfers. <laughs> I know it's going to be crazy to see uh, um, how uh, good the disc, you know, the disc golf becomes. Like, you know, a thousand rated rounds, you know, twenty years from now are going to probably be like standard. You know, um, we get a lot of uh, kind of youth um, organizations that are popping up, and um, yeah, it's it's really cool. I, you know, we're we're going to be producing 
some top professionals I know. Uh, I'm sure you could probably uh, talk to the to the evolution of um, of the game since you've been playing. I mean, uh, what, what can you tell us about that? I mean, what how, like just how how the rounds have been and kind of um, the, the overall like has, has the uh, rating system. I mean, was it a lot harder to shoot a thousand rated round back in '93? No, actually, I think it's a lot harder than these, these days. Um, uh, when I was out on tour back in the early 2000s, uh, there only seemed to be five or six, seven people that might have a chance to win any weekend. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's 20 to 25 players to win at any time out on, the, out on tour. I mean, other than when Macbeth is at the tournament, I mean, yeah. pretty much. He's pretty much at a different level than everybody else, but um, Seems that way. after that, there's is really uh, there's a there's a mess load of people that are capable of um, of playing really good golf. So I mean, uh, and it seems like uh, the rating system uh, it it rewards the bigger events. You know, if you stay around your your local courses and play features and stuff like that, it's really hard to shoot your thousand thousand plus rated rounds um i don't know if you're getting as much credit unless unless you're playing with the big dogs yeah it's true tour. it's very true yeah if you don't have a couple of thousand rated players to play with it's um yeah i mean i feel like it, it it'll affect the ratings by like up to 20 points you know but then uh, did you play uh worlds this this most recent year in, in uh portland yeah, I played oh, Portland. I played in the Masters Division. That was my first Masters Worlds. Um, I had a tough time at Old Blue Lake out there, but uh, the rest of the courses I played pretty well on. Um, but uh, you know, it's tough to keep up Barry Schultz and Ken Climo. So, uh, like I said, I didn't. Those, those, those guys are full-time professional golfers, and you know, I'm just kind of a weekend hack, <laughs> family and everything. So, uh, you know, trying to keep up with those guys, I didn't do a very good job of it, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, I really loved Portland. That was a great, great, great time. Um, I could play Milo every day. And, oh yeah, uh, that's what a great facility that is. It kind of stole my heart. I kind of uh, whenever the first practice day we were there, we uh, played. I can't remember what hole it is, but we after we got off one of the holes, we got in a inner tube and floated down uh, the river. And then when we got out, we're at the we're still at the course. Yeah, like, you can't beat that. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, I I haven't done that yet. Actually, just got gotten in. That would that would be kind of a cool little refresher, you know. Um, when they have all thirty six, and it's always a treat, you know. They, it's usually a twenty seven hole course, and I agree, man. That that is a great course, and um, I think you know we're pretty pretty lucky to have it um, in Oregon here. Um, what, what do you think your, uh, your favorite courses, uh, out there in Georgia? Uh, yeah. uh, well, probably the new course we just built. Uh, oh, that's right. You uh, just said that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Griffin course, it's, uh, it's the name of the park is Tyus Wyoma. And she is, uh, that, that's the name of an old Olympic sprinter from the, I think the fifties or sixties. Mm-hmm. She won a gold medal. Uh, so they named, they named the park after her and Griffin and, we got to uh, I, I build courses and I'm course designer, and it was one of the ones that uh, got to put some some of my touches on, and nice. we had some landscape greens and uh, really nice looking course, and uh, it's been well received uh, on disc golf scene. It rocketed up to number two course in Georgia, nice, um, and it's only been in the ground for about uh, two months, and still still got a lot of things to improve. I mean, we don't even have key signs on it yet. <laughs> we just got. 
the concrete pads for it and everything, but everybody just loves it. So um, that, that's my favorite. But, of course, my, my real favorites are back home in Oklahoma that we built. Um, uh, the lodge, unfortunately, just got hit by a tornado a couple of um, about a, about a month ago. Not too bad. Um, and we lost uh, some of the golf holes out there. But um, if you see the May calendar for Innova, the Innova calendar, mm-hmm. the month of May, the, the that picture is the island hole that's one of those courses out there. Nice. Um, it's, it's a gorgeous hole, and it's one of those holes that uh, people talk about uh, wherever, wherever we go. That's one of those famous holes. It's only 188 feet of spear, though. <laughs> 188 feet. It's 188 feet, and you're elevated, but uh, it's a small target. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. out there on the middle of the water, you know, a little. You throw it 230 feet or or 160 feet, you're mm-hmm. wet. <laughs> Man, so, that sounds. Uh, that sounds. Yeah, awesome. we had actually had a national tour out there in 2009, and uh, it was kind of amusing to see all the super pros laying up short of the water because it was a. Uh, quite terrifying of course the wind was blowing about 35 miles an hour so oh boy i could i could kind of understand why they were a little more terrified than usual but uh it's kind of funny to see the top dogs in the world lay up on a 188 foot hole <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that that little thing is 35 mile per hour winds could scare a guy <laughs> yeah i would imagine so like what, what would a summer work on that uh it was it was a April tournament and in the spring in Oklahoma it gets really windy and uh, sure enough it was one of those windy weekends and uh, the people really had a tough time that weekend but uh, it was just cool to see all those big dogs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Avery Jenkins has been living living out there while uh, you know I don't know through social media he's had a baby with uh, Leah Taylor and Leah Taylor Taylor, oh, cool. Taylor Ranch and they live. He's been living out there a little while, and now I guess they're getting ready to move back to California. But uh, yeah, I thought he was doing uh, stuff out in Europe, wasn't he? Uh, there, you know, he's he's definitely in in the grind, so he may be headed to Europe. Uh, but uh, I, I just I just saw him in California the last couple of weeks, so right. Um, yeah, it's good to see Leah too. She's out there traveling with him with the baby. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it, I know it's, it's crazy to see, um, all, you know, it, it's funny cause you, you, you just get to know all these, all these top dogs and, and kind of, you know, we all, we all end up kind of knowing what's going on in their lives <laughs> partially. And, um, you know, you don't see like people like Avery Jenkins out there. You're like, Oh, I wonder where he's at. Oh, I guess he, you know, so there's a, there's that whole real life thing that, um, everybody always kind of gets, uh, gets caught up in from time to time, you know, might, might end up affecting your player rating by a few points, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. it sure, it sure, uh, took mine to a nosedive. Once I started having babies, uh, I, I went from a 10, 18 golfer to, uh, right around the thousand mark pretty fast. Right. I, uh, call it diaper elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see that. Yeah, and change enough diapers, your game starts to stink, huh? No. <laughs> well, your priorities just get straightened out a little bit. That's what it was, really. But <laughs> yeah, 
but uh, yeah, it's kind of that was kind of like one of the topics I was thinking about uh, talking about this evening. Um, just because today, uh, today I played in the the Rose City Open, which is a uh, you know B tier in Portland, and uh, uh, the ratings haven't come out yet. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure I shot my first thousand raid round for like way too long. And, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, that was, it, it, it was nice. Um, and the thing, the thing about shooting a thousand rated round is it could always be better, but you still like feel okay with it. You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, you know, when you get shooting a thousand rated round, you're like, okay, you know, could have been better. could have been worse, you know? Um, and like, what's your take on, uh, on shooting a thousand? Like how, how, how do you shoot a thousand rated consistently? Because one thing that uh, I was talking to somebody about today is like difference between an advanced and pro is an advanced player can can shoot a thousand rated round, um, but a pro can shoot a thousand rated consistently. And like, so what do you do for for that? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed if I don't shoot a thousand rated. I mean, I've been I'm actually at nine nine eight of the last uh, ratings update just just passed, but I've pretty much been a thousand rated since. Uh, I don't know, 2001, 2002, around there. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of been playing long enough where it's kind of disappointing if I don't shoot a thousand mark. It's kind of like my my baseline, how I feel like I should be playing. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, in these C-tiers in Georgia, it's a little bit tougher, you know, because um, we only have uh, 4,000 rated players in Georgia. And <laughs> if we're ever playing a tournament where there's not uh, any other thousand rated players, I mean, you pretty much have to. I, I would have to beat them by three or four strokes mm-hmm. um, to get that thousand rating. But and it's kind of I think it's kind of wrong because we have some pretty good players here in Georgia that are like nine ninety five, nine eighty five, and you know nine seventy five. That I don't have, I don't feel bad losing to them by any means. They're capable golfers, and, right? Uh, and but I just don't feel like sometimes they get the credit they deserve. Uh, so, but at the most time, most part, I mean, if I'm on my game, I feel like I play about 10, 20 golf. Um, I don't know what uh, the ratings go off today for our tournament uh, here in Chattanooga, but the first round, I felt like I missed two shots that uh, two really touched inside of 25 feet that that uh, I should have had. But I mm-hmm. would say it was probably about a 10, 25, 10, 30 round, you know, but then and then of course Will he's about a ten twenty eight ten thirty golfer I'm not sure exactly what he is but he's right. only about three that round so uh, so I'm guessing probably ten twenty the first round but really you know it's just uh, not giving too many strokes back to the course um, yep. I feel like if I'm playing good golf and I'm not getting any bogeys and I'm you know birdieing uh, a third of the holes or even more that's kind of like the goal yeah I just at least at least six under to nine under range. Usually, most parks that uh, on the new style of courses, not the old park 54 courses, but the uh, new style of courses with the par fours and par fives, mm-hmm. you're shooting six to nine under. I mean, I feel like uh, that's those are usually my rounds that are a thousand plus. Right. Yeah. Introduction introduction of uh, the par fours. You know, it makes. I feel like par fours are easier to birdie than you know. Um, like say a 350 foot par three, you know, um, just, you just get, uh, you know, you get one good drive and then a solid upshot, you know, and then, and then there's your, there's your birdie. Um, well, it kind of depends. Uh, the course I played last weekend at St. Jude's, uh, the one out in California. Oh, right. Um, it was tough, tough to get a birdie on some <laughs> par fours out there. 
Uh, some of the par fours out there, I would call par fives, but uh, yeah, uh, you see Marezma, he designed the course to test the uh, toughest, the biggest pros in the game. Mm-hmm. He kind of liked it when the best pros in the world were struggling to shoot par. So, um, yeah. Uh, yes, I mean, you know, 950-foot hole, I usually think that's a par five. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably <laughs> par five in my opinion, too. <laughs> but uh, they were all par fours last weekend, so uh, the par fours last weekend were pretty tough, I must say. I only had one uh, three on the par fours mm-hmm. uh, last weekend. Uh, so it just kind of depends on the course designer and what kind of course you're playing, if the par fours are going to be easier or not. Um, I, I generally, on my designs, um, I think my par fours are definitely reachable um, in two shots where you can get a, par, or get a birdie putt for three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think after 800, 800, 850, you're looking at par five. Right. Unless it's really tight, well, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and that's the thing is like par is just kind of a number, you know, that's – uh, it's, it's not really like, oh, you know, I'm shooting under par. And so, that, you know, that, yeah, you could you could shoot, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, like on, on the tournament layout at Milo, you know, you shoot a one down and that's uh, it's just about a thousand rated, you know, or, or blue lake. But then, you know, you go out and you, you, you shoot courses like that, the St. Jude, you know, or well, that's actually probably the same thing. I'm guessing a thousand rated was probably about even on that one, right? No, actually, uh, I played, uh, let's see, I think I shot seven over total, mm-hmm. according to course par, and I played uh, 1,008 golf, I believe. Oh, okay, so, so yeah, so over I, par was... My um, first round was, yeah, my first round was five over, and it came in right at 1,000. So, uh, of course, it was windy and cold up there, so a lot of people were really struggling out there last weekend with the wind and stuff, so... Right. Uh, maybe on a calm day, it might be closer to two over was uh, right around a thousand. But uh, um, but uh, that first round, at my five five over par, according to UC's par, uh, mm-hmm. it was a thousand rated. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it just kind of. I mean, like it's one of those things. It's whoever it's whoever's there and how everybody else is shooting determines what the thousand rated round is. I mean, some days. Uh, it may be a little easier conditions and your course, you might be able to shoot 49 and it's a, it's a thousand. And then, uh, some days the conditions are a little tougher and everybody struggles. And then all of a sudden a 52 or 53 is a thousand rated. So, right. Uh, you know, it just kind of depends on who's there. Yeah, it's, it's true. Um, well, cool. Thank you uh, so much for kind of giving us a little insight into your game and um, kind of talking about some of the courses out there. Definitely uh, um, looking forward to kind of traveling around, maybe uh, hitting you up and playing around with you um, right sometime on. in the near future. But, um, yeah, Kevin, definitely. Uh, is there any questions you have for me about, uh, you know, Odin or anything like that? or? No, I've I've been keeping up with the Facebook page, and you've been keeping us up to date with what's going on. Uh, I'm anxious to get those bag, uh, get that bag. I'm tired yeah. of my grip bag. There's not enough room in my grip bag, so I'm uh, looking forward to getting the new Odin bag for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely uh, should be uh, ample space in there. So, um, cool, man. Well, yeah, and uh, also, you know, just to, to kind of update you and everybody else, um, you know, the, the the factory right now is, is working hard on getting that last prototype in, and as soon as I prove that, you know, um, it's it, they'll be coming in. So, um, 
definitely appreciate the patience on you guys and uh and and everybody else and uh, I, I feel like you know for for the sponsored players you know uh, i'm definitely as soon as the bags come in make sure you guys are hooked up and the pre the people who purchased the pre-sale you know they should be pretty hooked up too you know it's like you know, when you're working at the speed of business you just kind of got to uh, do the best you can, you know what I mean? So definitely appreciate the patience on everybody's part. And um, we're going to have some cool things happening. So, but, All right uh, on. Well, uh, I, I guarantee you I'd be able to sell a lot more once they see my bag. we got a bunch of people out here in Georgia. You know, they like, they, uh, they, they want to see it before they put their money on it. So they're a little tight asses down here. <laughs> Understandably so. But, so. Uh, when they see it, I mean, I've seen the prototypes, and uh, once they see me carrying around, I guarantee we'll be selling a lot of bags for you down here in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get it to you as soon as can, man. Right but, on. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, Kevin, thanks again, and I hope you have a good evening, and I hope uh, you, you're finishing up the tournament tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep up on your score. Hopefully you can uh, uh, give it give it to old Shoestrick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get it Better get it going pretty good tomorrow. I'll catch that, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a good one. All right. Touch you later. All right, bye. Yeah.